Listen to The Morning Cry weekdays in December on your favorite podcast app. Just search for The Morning Cry on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or wherever you like to listen. Let us pray. Father in heaven, we thank you for the opportunity you've given unto us once again to look at your word. We pray that your Holy Spirit will open our hearts and will speak unto our hearts, shining the light upon the tables of our hearts in the name of Jesus. Amen. Today, as we come close to the end of this season, I want to use this time to encourage everyone who may be listening today. And what better words to use than the words of our Lord Jesus Christ? Luke chapter 17, verse 32. The Bible says, Remember Lot's wife. The story of Lot's wife was one so tragic and one our Lord Jesus Christ used as a warning to believers of all generations. I believe if Christ after many centuries call our attention to it, it is worth we take a critical look into this matter. What were the things that characterized Lot's wife? She was living at the periphery of grace. She was saved from the direct destruction of Sodom at least so to speak, but she ended up being lost. Or in another way, we could say, she had a hopeful beginning because she left Sodom. However, she failed at the decisive hour of trial and ended up lost and perished on the very way of safety. She perished at the threshold of her salvation. A loss was such a miserable one in that she left Sodom, seemingly escaped the destruction, but never really escaped destruction. She represents not those entirely careless with the way they lead their lives, but those who have taken a step in the right direction towards salvation and yet do not hold out in the hour of decisive trial and temptations. Brethren, I believe the worst of tragedies are those that were almost averted. The most painful losses are those that just one thing could have been done to prevent them. These are losses that lead to deep teeth gnashing regrets. Think about a fire that was almost extinguished if only someone was there a second or two earlier but the fire ended up burning a whole city. Or more closely, if you think about catching a bus or a train They only want your destination, but the door closed just right before you. Painful, isn't it? Yes, it is. You regrettably think about the many things that you could have possibly done right to catch the bus or train. But sorry, it is too late. You have missed it for good. Do you know that there are multitudes who will go a long way towards heaven and then stop short? Do you know that there are people who will give up everything but one thing? For Christ. They are near heaven, but they keep that one thing. And because of that, they are going to be excluded at last. And it will be because they were so near that will give such terror and agony to their final exclusion. Brethren, I want to point out that this may exist in a spectrum, though we focus on Lord's wife today. I will divide this into two categories for simplicity. Number one, those who live at the periphery of grace. Number two, those who live in the cycle of grace. 
For the first category, those who live at the periphery of grace, like Lot's wife. We don't know her name, but we know she was married to Lot, who was related to Abraham. And Lot was referred to a righteous man, vexed with the filthy conversation of the wicked in 2 Peter chapter 2, verse 7. Now these people who live in the periphery of grace have all opportunities to be saved. They came close to being saved, but they were never saved. These are friends and relatives of saints. They had opportunity to hear the gospel. They probably dipped their hands into some godliness, walked in their local assembly, or perhaps joined in some religious activities. They saw the manifestation of supernatural, but they were never saved. Now this could also be people who came close to believing, like King Agrippa, who had opportunity to hear the gospel from Paul the Apostle, but said, Almost thou persuaded me to be a Christian. You see that in Acts 26, 28. Now these people could also be like Felix, who will tremble at the word of God. When the word comes, they tremble, but will seek a convenient season to respond. The book of Acts chapter 24, verse 25, talking about Paul, the Bible says, And as he reasoned of righteousness, temperance, and judgment to come, Felix trembled and answered, Go thy way for this time. When I have a convenient season, I will call for thee. You see, these people live at the periphery of grace, but they cared less about grace. They never participated in grace. They were at the bank of the river, but they never drank. They got the opportunity to be saved. They were almost saved, yet lost. The second category of people are those who live in the cycle of grace. These are people like Lot's wife again. They, like other believers, benefited of the love and goodness of God. But the world and its love drew them back. And they withdrew, either in art or in acts. These are like the children of Israel. They came out of Egypt gloriously. They went under the clouds. They passed through the sea. They ate of the same spiritual meat. That is the manna. They drank from the same spiritual drink, from the rock, which is Christ, that followed them. They partook from Christ in every way, but they were overthrown on the way to the promised land. You see this in 1 Corinthians chapter 10. Why did this happen to them? Their hearts lusted after evil things. Though they drank of the water, which was Christ, they were under the pillar of cloud. Some of them committed fornication on the way to the promised land. Some of them tempted Christ and they were destroyed. Some of them murmured against Christ. And the Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 11 and 12, Now all these things happened unto them for examples to you and I. And they are written for admonition upon whom the hand of the world are come. And the Bible warns and saying, Wherefore let him that thinketh his standard take it lest he fall. You see, these people came out. These people were walking on the way to the promised land. They partook of Christ, but they couldn't get in. There is danger if we do not hold fast to the profession of our faith. Brethren, time will fail me here, but I will ask you to remember Solomon, who started very well, but whom outlandish women caused to sin when he was old. I will ask you to remember Jeroboam, who replaced God with idol. Because of power and position, the same position he received by the mercies of God, he kicked God out of the picture. Remember Judas? Remember Demas? Men who started with God, but for failure to continue, having loved the pleasure of righteousness and loved this present world, they erred from the faith, and so their dwelling 
place must be desolate and another must take their place. You know, those living in the periphery of grace are lost. And that is undoubtedly painful. For they could have had the opportunity to be saved. But those that are lost from the cycle of grace, whom the centrifugal force of life, money, materials, pulled away from the cycle while they were so near home and yet they were lost. That seemed to me to be the most terrible of all sorrows. For they will be compelled to gnash their teeth at the end of their life, saying, Oh, I was once on the very way to the very gate of heaven, and I could have entered in, but oh, now I'm in hell. I pray God forbid for us in Jesus' name. What then is the remedy for this tragedy? Brethren, we must separate our soul from seeking the world. Separation is the only way of escape. We must flee from the world or perish with it. Let no man deceive you. For friendship with the world is enmity with God. For anyone that is a friend of the world is an enemy of God. You cannot serve two masters. You cannot serve God and mammon. The Bible says in Romans chapter 12 verse 2, And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Like Lot's wife, though they came close to temporal or eternal salvation, they loiter by the way, or at best, they tarry in the plain. Do you know that in the secular world, to get the best, men will often deny themselves and walk hard, go through all doggedness, so that after a while, they may have luxuries. I want to say that if we must get to heaven, we must gather up all the energies of our soul and throw them ahead in one persistent direction that is the way that leads to eternal life. We must be resolute and your hardness. The Bible in Hebrews chapter 10 verse 35 says, Cast not away therefore your confidence. That therefore there means because you have already endured so much, do not lose the victories which you have already gained. We must be watchful and prayerful. The Bible says, watch and pray that ye fall not into temptation because indeed the spirit is willing but the flesh is weak. Jesus in teaching his disciples, he taught them to pray saying, lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. You must pray. And I so much love the song. It says, don't turn around to the things you've left behind. All those bridges you burned, don't try to find. Set your face like a flint. And walk right into the promised land. Don't turn around to the things you've left behind. At the cross, when you gave your life to Jesus Christ, you were converted. Jesus saved your soul that happy day. Now that he has led you from the broad road, never leave the straight and narrow way. Remain there. And let the the glees and the glitter of the old life, let them be gone. They can't really satisfy anyways. Now in Christ, your blessing can't be numbered. He is such a bountiful supply. And someday you will reach that gate of heaven. And your race on earth will then be run. There with Jesus, you will live forever in a happy land that needs no sun. Brethren, with Canaan land just inside, my encouragement is for you to guard your loins. Because we are closer to our redemption than we first believed. Keep the light burning. Set your face as a flint and walk straight to that gate. As I wrap up, a question for you, brethren, is are you getting tired? Are you losing your stand already in the Lord? Is your heart beginning to draw back to the things you've left behind? What have you forgotten in the world that you want to go back to take? It is not worth it. I tell you it's not. And maybe by the way, you are loitering at the periphery of grace. Here is an invitation to you. 
Why are you living at the periphery? Why not come in to Christ? Why not walk on the narrow way? Don't be like Agrippa, almost persuaded. Don't be like Felix, seeking a more convenient time to be saved. The Bible says, now is the day of salvation. It will be painful for you, having come so close, having gotten the opportunity of being saved, but yet lost. Why don't you seek the Lord today? And He will have mercy. Pray to God now, and He will help you. Do it, and God will help you. God bless you.